and we're live good morning good afternoon good evening wherever you are in the world my name is mustafa hosseini and i'm your host for daily confidence for entrepreneurs at daily confidence for entrepreneurs our our aim is to share tips and actionable advice that you could use on a daily basis to run your business and boost your confidence um today i have an amazing guest and an amazing topic which is one of my favorite topics welcome debbie thank you so much it's great to be here uh debbie is a heart-centered entrepreneur and the stuff that we're going to talk about today is absolutely crucial and essential for business as we talk about um we are going to be sharing gifts uh, later today so for you to uh, qualify for the gift or to enter the draw if you like subscribe and comment or if you tag a friend who could benefit from the conversation if you post questions uh, questions uh, while we're talking about this uh, amazing topic about retention i'm going to share the topic here in a minute you'll your name will enter the draw uh for uh the gifts that we're going to be giving Wait now, uh, one thing that we do is we have a, a checklist called the Confidence 52 checklist. Uh, there are 52 items that you could pick and choose from to boost your confidence instantly. So I'm going to post a link here in the chat box. Uh, grab the your uh, PDF in this checklist. There are 52 of them. So if you don't like one or two, there are like another 50 to pick and choose from. This list is the result of me working on my own confidence for over the past 20 years. So uh, there's lots to uh, explore and do. And uh, if you do one per week, it will take you a whole year to go through it. So there's lots to pick and choose. So the link for those that are listening is dailyconfidence.show slash resources. You can download the checklist from there. Now, today we're talking about how authentic follow-up will get you more yeses and how to become more confident with follow-up and getting yeses. Let me introduce my guest. This is an absolute favorite topic of mine. And then we're gonna dive right into it. So, um, so many entrepreneurs struggle to generate consistent sales because they don't have a reliable follow-up system in place. They spend so much time, energy, and money creating the perfect website, developing programs and packages, and Facebook ads, but they're not following up effectively. Debbie Hoffman, founder of Power Up, your follow-up will introduce you to her heart-centered heart approach to building your business by focusing on relationships, creating value, and serving the needs of potential clients and referral partners. She understands what it takes to get more yeses without being salesy. Welcome, Debbie. Thank you so much. That sounded really good. Who wrote that? <laughs> I wonder who wrote it. Oh, where did that come from? That was good. <laughs> Thank you. So let's dive right into it. Debbie, Debbie, what is your story? So I have a very interesting story. So I worked on Wall Street for 20 years, was super successful there. It was me and the guys, right? So, uh, but finally I was a mom and I wanted to be home with my family. So I quit and left a very high six-figure income. My friends thought I was crazy and my family. But we thought we were going to be fine. Um, and then the real estate market crashed. And my husband was a high-end custom home builder. And when the market crashed, we lost everything, Mustafa. We lost the house, uh, filed bankruptcy. Um, I was depressed. I was a wreck. It was the worst time of my life ever. 
what saved me was finding a mentor. Uh, I'll never forget that moment when I reached out to this coach and I knew she could help me and I said yes and it made all the difference in the world. Um, the other thing that made a huge difference for me was that I had a follow-up system that I had created during my Wall Street days and I just tapped right back into it to rebuild my network marketing business and also that's when I started my coaching business and I went from zero to six figures in 14 months without you know, brand new business, right? And so I truly believe that when you have a follow-up plan in place, no matter what happens into your you no know, happens to you in your life, you can always rebuild. And it's happened for me and for you know clients I've worked with. The reason I'm here and so passionate about follow-up and the and teaching people sales is because I came this close to accepting a job and going back to uh, work for a Wall Street company. And fortunately, the universe said no. But at the time, I was devastated. But looking back now, obviously, it was the most perfect thing that could have happened. But I want to, I want to help entrepreneurs pursue their dreams and make the impact they're here to make and never have to choose between their happiness and money. And so that's why I do what I do. People don't know these skills. They don't have these skills naturally. They need to learn them. And once you learn them, it's super easy. But pe most people have not been taught sales skills and follow-up skills. And it's just my genius. It's just what I do in my sleep. And I love to sh you know, help others to do the same. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Um, when it comes to confidence, do you have any routines or uh, things that you do to maintain your confidence when you're not feeling so good? Or how do you go about that? So I have the inner game part and then I have the practical part. So I'll, I'll share about both. So I have a daily practice in the morning where I meditate and I journal and I, I read a, a book, a very spiritual book. Um, but I also create my dream day. First, I write down what I'm grateful for because okay. gratitude creates the highest vibration in the body. All those endorphins kick in. And yep. I also create my dream day. I write down what my day, what I want my day to look like as if it's the end of the day and I'm looking back and just kind of reporting in what happened. And that gives me so much confidence because I have something I'm, you know, I put out to the universe and I just live into it. And as I'm writing this stuff down, it makes me smile because it's all really good stuff. So that boosts my confidence um, uh, every morning. And then practically what I do, and I teach this to my clients is to be prepared before anything you're going to do, any meeting, any talk, any interview, any invitation, anything. And my clients tell me this too, when, when you're more prepared, you become more confident. And when you're more confident, you put out an energy that becomes magnetic. So I always prepare before anything that I'm going to do so that I've, I've got it and it's in every cell of my body and I can just come across authentically and have fun doing it and not have to worry what I'm going to say or do because I've already planned for it. I've already prepared for it. So inner game, Love outer it. game. <laughs> Love it. So you write down uh, your a gratitude journal and you plan out your day and what you want it to look like. Love it and the rest of this stuff. Um, I do a similar thing. I think I do a gratitude journal and talk, go through up through my day, but I do it in the evening before I go to bed, just review my day. And then I, I, I plan out my next day on what I'm going to focus on the next day, which is a really good stuff and very effective. Yes, for sure. So, um, what inspired you to start your business? How did you get into, um, this business and why 
just retention and follow-ups? It's a really interesting story. So I didn't wake up one day and go, I'm amazing at follow-up. I need to teach people this. The way it happened was that I was a vendor at a, a women's conference when I was uh, representing my health and wellness products. And a woman asked me to follow up with her because she wasn't ready to make a decision. And I did that for 14 months. Not easy to do to keep up with somebody that long. But finally, she said yes and became a client. And she left me a message one day and said, Debbie, you need to teach me your follow-up system. You're amazing at it. I suck at it. We need to talk. And I had no idea what she was talking about. So we get on the phone and she said, nobody follows up with me the way you do. You have a gift. People struggle with this. You need to do something with this. And I said to her, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, I still didn't get it, Mustafa. I was clueless that I was doing anything different or special. And I was clueless that people were struggling with this. And I'm so grateful to her because she, with her inspiration and encouragement, I launched this business. It was just not something I was looking for. Like I said, I didn't wake up one day and say, I'm really amazing at this. But I truly believe we all have a gift. We all have that thing that we just do naturally that we take for granted. And sometimes we need somebody outside of ourselves to point it out to her, to us. And I'm so grateful that she did that for me because now I've been able to help hundreds and hundreds of of entrepreneurs improve their follow-up and, and make their dreams come true, really. Fantastic. So. You you are actually good at follow-up. You are pretty good at it and very consistent. <laughs> Thank you. I gotta very walk good. my talk, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's important. Walk talk. <laughs> what are some of the challenges that the entrepreneurs um face? Uh what are the biggest challenges that they're struggling with the most? Okay, so there are a lot of challenges, but I've come up with like four key challenges that I see most entrepreneurs uh, deal with. One is, is preparation. Like people tell me, like I was just talking about, they don't prepare for stuff. They just wing it. Like networking events, they just show up. They host people down when they're asked what they do because they don't know what, you know, they just haven't prepared. The second is they're disorganized. Like they don't have a system in place. Um, so they feel very scattered. The third is that, and I hear this all the time, Mustafa, that people say they don't want to follow up because they're afraid of being salesy or pushy. Lots of limiting beliefs and fears and stories come up that stop people. And the fourth challenge that people have is that they're not consistently asking for referrals mm -hmm. and they're sitting on a gold mine. So those are like the four key areas that I see people struggle with the most. So when it comes to preparation, what are you referring to? What do, what do we need to be prepared with? Okay, so before anything that you do, any meeting you're going to have with a potential client, any meeting you're going to have with a JV partner, any offer you're going to make, any networking event you're going to go to, you want to prepare in advance like what you're going to say. And one of the areas I focus on a lot is networking because I've been hosting these networking events. And a great way to prepare for a networking event is what are you going to say when people ask what you do so that you don't go on and on and on and on. It's like such a, an epidemic out there that people just hose folks down with too much information. So that's like an example. Just get clear on what you're going to say and then what questions you're going to ask people to get curious and and learn mm -hmm. about them so but preparation is like such an integral part of my system like it shows up throughout the entire sales process it's like we don't want to be winging it we want to be prepared with what we're going to do and say at every step of the process so that we do show up more confidently like i mentioned earlier 
Absolutely. I totally agree with that. And one, one thing that I, I always try and I talk about is setting your intention on what you want out of this meeting or out of this networking event and exactly what do you want out of it? And like you said, prepping the questions and the what ifs, what if they say yes, what if they say no? And if you're not prepared, that's I think how, how most people blow up their chances or opportunities oh, to yeah. you know, win a customer or you know during a negotiation. In the speaking of which, I'm actually reading a book on negotiation called "Never Split the Difference." <laughs> Amazing, and he talks wow. about, talks about prepping and uh, listing all the objections and anything that may come up, and you have to be ready for. So I love that being ready. You know, I'm smiling ear to ear for two things. One is when you talked about setting intention, because I just had my networking event and I always, always talk about setting intention. I ask people, what's your intention for today? You want to put it out into the universe, law of attraction, like you put out your intention that comes right back to you. And the other thing that's so amazing, and this was not planned, everybody, like this is just so cool how, how things work out this way. When you mentioned being prepared with what, if they say yes, if they say no. So I help my clients uh, put together what I call the objections library. So it's a list of all the concerns that you hear over and over again. And then you write down how you're going to respond. So when a concern comes up, you're ready and you don't get flustered and you don't, your energy doesn't shift because people will detect that. If your energy shifts and you get flustered and you don't know how to respond, they're going to notice it. And then you kind of lose some credibility or, or trust or just something changes there. So it's just kind of funny that you said that. I mean, when you're, when you're clear on your intention, getting it is a lot easier. Oh, and every sure. time I, I attend a networking event, like a JV event or any, any type of event. Once I'm clear on how many people I want to have by the time I walk out, every single time I have superseded my intention and my yeah. goals. Yeah. But if I, uh, if I forget to set my intentions clearly, like I, like here's a here's a good example of a bad intention. I want I want this to be a successful event. No, too general. Well, yeah, what like what is success? How do you define success? Right, right. right. So you have to be able to, uh, to quantify your intentions to make it, I guess, work. In my experience. And one thing I want to add to that too is setting. We want to set an intention but let go of the attachment to the outcome, let go of the attachment to the results. Because if mm -hmm. you have an attachment to that, again, the energy shifts, people will, will feel that desperation or that energy that you're trying to get them to do something. So you set, you put out the intention into the universe and then let go of the, of the results, the outcome. And then you can be just more free to show up authentically, you know, who you, as who you are. Right. Absolutely. So what are some of the limiting beliefs when it comes to follow-ups? So the thing I hear the most is that people equate sales and follow-up with having to be pushy or salesy, and they don't want to be that way. So then they don't follow up, and they don't invite people to work with them. And it's just a story that people have made up. And again, because they, if, if they don't have the skills and the tools, um, they might feel that way. So what I work with my clients on is, is to have a mindset shift around follow-up. So let's say when you followed up with someone, you were letting them know that you were showing up in service to them and that you really cared about them, right? With letting go of your agenda, letting go of your attachment to the results, that would create a very, very different experience of following up. So there is a way to follow up that feels compelling and you're building connection 
versus being salesy and repelling. So it's a mindset shift around it. And Great. people, every time I call people, they thank me for following up because very few people are following up. And so they're like, wow, thank you so much. Cause they feel like I really care about them because I'm showing up in service to them. Absolutely. Something, something I hear all the time is people say, I don't want to bother my customers. Yes. I hear that a lot. And I'm like, think of them as your best friend. When right. you call your best friend, do you bother your best friend? <laughs> Can you imagine if you don't call your best friend for like two or three months? And when they say why you didn't call, you would say, I didn't want to bother you. Right. <laughs> Can you say that to your best friend? No. You're not. So, no. yeah. And like you said, we have the same experience when we call our, our, our people in our list and our community members. They, they thank us. They're like, oh, yeah. thanks for thinking of me. They, and they get surprised that we actually picked up the phone. And we have amazing conversion rates on those calls, which I'm right. sure you, you'll talk about. Can I uh, share just real briefly here some statistics on this? Absolutely. It will really like drill down this point even greater than what we've just said. So research shows that 48% of entrepreneurs never follow up with a person, like not even yeah. once. So that yep. means almost half the people you'll meet at an event will never, you'll never hear from them. And then also that it takes a minimum of five contacts before the average person will say yes to doing business with you. Mm -hmm. And some experts say it can be eight to 15. So it varies with five minimum. But here's the thing, Mustafa, only 8% of us entrepreneurs are making that fifth contact. That means 92% of us are stopping short of where the business starts to happen. And that's the whole point. It's all about the follow-up, right? And the more you follow up with people, and like you said, I was consistent with you, and the more consistent you are, the more that relationship develops, the more trust gets created, the more you learn about each other, and the more likely they are to become a client or a JV partner, whatever it is that you're following up with them. So when you first meet somebody, you're just the relationship's just getting started. Like the yeah. follow-up is how it's deepened and nurtured step by step. So I hope for those of you who feel salesy or pushy that this will be a game changer for you. Just hearing this, if you take nothing else away from our interview today, take that away. Follow-up shows that you really care about people. As long as you let go of your agenda and the outcome and just show up in service and see how you can help them. Absolutely. Can I share one more stat here? 80% um, of sales happen within 18 months of the first point of contact. And like you said, 92% don't even go to the first week, never mind 18 months. <sighs> so our job is to stay in touch forever until right. the customer is ready to buy or they know someone that is ready to buy. Or and they're a clear no. Like if they get, if we want to follow up till we get the yes or the no or the referral, right? Which even when they say no, we take that as a, Call me later. <laughs> right. I always ask. That's true. Like, is that a no for now or no forever? Exactly. But maybe they're not, but they're having a bad day. Anyway. When you mention the 80%, there's another stat I forgot to mention. Those 80 that those eight percent of the people that are making that fifth contact, of yep. course, they're doing 80% of the business. So those eight percent are doing 80% of the business out there. And so you will rise above the clutter and above the competition if you consistently follow up with people because when they need what you offer, they're going to be thinking about you um, for sure. And the other thing too, and this might sound a little strong, but I truly believe this. 
I believe that we have a moral obligation, a responsibility to follow up with people because if they have a problem that we can solve, like how dare us to not let them know, it's up to them to make the decision, but it's our responsibility to reach out and make that connection and let them know we can help them. If not, they could still be suffering with whatever it is that we could help them with. So I really, that's how strongly I believe in this. Absolutely. I'm with you hundred percent. Even if they say no 10 times, it's still our responsibility to reach out because they have a problem and we have a solution to their problem. Otherwise, I have a few clients I followed up with for two years and one for four years. And she joined my one-year mastery program back in January. And she thanked me so much for not giving up on her. And now the timing was perfect. She loves the community. She was ready for it. And so that's the power of having you know a system so you can keep track of all these people so they don't slip through the cracks. Absolutely. So when you talk about being organized and having systems in place, what does that look like in your world? All right, so that's perfect segue from what we were just talking about. So when I say, so I talk about systems and I talk about two different kinds of systems. One is the technology where we can keep track of everyone. And for people who are just starting out, having a CRM, a customer relationship management system is essential. I mean, everyone needs one. And then for folks who are doing you know, more sophisticated email marketing and all that, having an email marketing system is really critical. But when you have a system in place like that, it helps you keep track of all the people you've spoken to and you can keep the notes in there. And then the way I was able to stay in touch with these clients for two to four years was because I had reminders set in the system after I asked them when they would like me to to uh, connect with them again, they told me it showed up in my system as a an alarm, right, a reminder, and then I called them. I could never have kept track of all that stuff in my head. So that's the first part. The first system is the technology. And then there's the system of what do you do when you call people? What do you say? How often do you reach out? Are you calling? Are you texting? Are you emailing them? Are you going on social media? Like how often and what method of communication? I mean, that's where I come in. So I work with my clients and create a step-by-step follow-up system for them. So they know what to do and what to say. And then they're more confident, right? And then they'll make the calls. They'll, they won't, that phone won't feel like a ton anymore. Like they, they want to, I love following up with people. I love calling people because I know what I'm going to do and say. And and I'm showing up in service and, and having fun doing it. So that's what I mean by being you know, having a system. And my clients who are using CRMs, and they all are now, um, once they start working with me, they're saying that their life is so much easier. They're staying in touch with their potential clients longer. They're not giving up so soon. And guess what? They're getting more yeses. More people are saying yes to working with them. So it's critical to have a system in place. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, what are some examples of systems that you use? Is it like do you use, um, a, 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 how do you define system? Is it like a checklist? Is it Infusionsoft? Is it another CRM? What does that look like in your world? Okay, so there's so many CRMs out there and so many email marketing systems and they're, it's not one size fits all. So when I, when I sit down with someone, I find out what their needs are, what they're gonna be using it for and determine whether they just need a simple CRM to keep track of people one at a time or if they need a more sophisticated email marketing system. I have a resources tab on my website where I vetted some CRMs and some are super easy and very affordable and some are more complicated. Um, so I found some that are fabulous and uh, it's a long conversation and it's 
it just really depends on what people are going to use it for. Got it. What's your favorite CRM? Which one do you use as your favorite? Okay, well, I, I use Infusionsoft. Um, it's not my favorite. <laughs> there's stuff about it I love, and there's stuff that I think their email marketing system is really good, but their CRM isn't as good. Um, there is a system I have partnered up with, um, uh, Melissa Blair from Cultivating Sales. And on my resources tab, it's there. And, and it's a really great system. Um, and then um, Active Campaign is fabulous as an easy, affordable combo of um, CRM and email marketing system. So again, it just depends on what people need and what capability, what functionality they're looking for. But at PowerUpYourFollowUp.com forward slash resources, I've got them all there. Fantastic. Fantastic. And then uh, Debbie, uh, uh, later, if you could share the link to that resources tab on your website on our on the comments here, uh, uh, that would be great. Okay. So why are referrals important to creating a thriving business? And why don't people ask for them consistently? Okay, so um, I'll share some statistics to answer this question, because it's really, okay. again, powerful. So 45% of people who are looking for a service-related business come from the recommendations of others. So 45% come from referrals. And research shows that, again, it's different from every industry, with every industry, but one out of 20 people on average will say yes to working with you, but when that person is referred to you, it's one out of six. So your chances of someone saying yes to working with you when they're referred to you improves by 300%. Okay, so it's we're sitting on a gold mine. So if you're not asking uh, listen, the listeners out there, if you're not asking consistently for referrals from your clients, you are you're there's you're leaving so much money on the table. Yeah. The reason why I hear because I ask all the time when when I used to speak live in person, I would always ask people to raise their hands if they consistently asked every client for referrals, and hardly anyone's hand ever goes up. Maybe one. And I ask, why aren't you? And they, these are the things that come up. They say, I feel like I'm coming across too desperate if I ask for a referral. Or I don't want to be pushy or salesy. I've already gotten them to become a client. Now I'm asking them to refer people to me. You know, I don't want to bother them, like you said earlier. Those are the three key things I hear. And I'll tell you, your clients love to give you referrals. So again, mindset shift around this. If you provide a great service to your clients or a great product and they've gotten wonderful results, it makes them feel so good to be able to refer you to someone else who also will benefit from the product or service that you offer. We just need to ask and we need to know when to ask, how to ask, how to train them, how to give us the referral and how to train them what we want them to say on our behalf. So I have a whole referral strategy and system and templates and everything to make it easy for people to refer folks to us. So it's it's so much easier like and everyone's going out networking or they're doing ads or they're doing cold calls or doing all this stuff and all they need to do is, is talk to their clients and ask them, you know, for referrals. Yeah. But you have to be clear on who you're looking for too. Like you have to be really clear and articulate who your ideal client is and who you're looking for. Debbie, you're speaking my language. I, I feel like this conversation could last for a whole day. I know. I love talking about this stuff. <laughs> what what I say when we talk about this this here is even Jesus said, ask and you shall receive. Okay. He didn't say 
stay quiet and you shall receive. He didn't say appear independent and you shall receive. He said, ask and you shall receive. So, he didn't say do it alone and, and you're, you yeah. know. <laughs> you know, you should ask. And I, I agree with you 100% on being clear on exactly um, who you should ask for. Because right. if you if you tell your your um, uh, cu customers, I'm looking for entrepreneurs, they're going to send you everybody and anybody. Right. Or and they that, won't come up with anybody either. They might yeah. not even come up with anybody. Because everybody's an entrepreneur, right? They, they wake up one day and they feel entrepreneurish. And then they're like, oh, I'm an entrepreneur. But <laughs> if you say, I'm looking for a 40-year-old accountant in the state of California, who do you know that might fit that bill? Then you're a lot more likely to get exactly. a girl that is qualified. And the other thing that people should pay attention to is with your existing customers, the credibility, the trust, and all that is established already. They know, like, and trust you. Yes. And so they would open up the door to their network. And it's like it's like an un, unopened un, or an untapped vault of cash that you just have to open. You just have to pick up the phone and ask, will you give me some cash? And the answer is yes. <laughs> So I have this analogy. I love, I mean, we are just so like in sync with our philosophies. I love it. That's why we've connected because it's, we have so much that we, you know, so much that we're in alignment with each other in terms of our philosophy and our strategies. Um, so I have this analogy that we all have, um, do you remember those old Rolodexes where we used to keep track of people's information on, on the little Rolodex thing. So yep. my analogy is we all have a Rolodex in our head and the more specific someone is when they're asking for referral, the more e the easier it will be for us to go through our brain and go, oh, I know somebody. But if you say, who do you know who you can refer to me or I'm looking for entrepreneurs, they're not gonna think of anyone and you're not gonna have, uh, you're not gonna get referrals. So we have to be very, very clear on who we're looking for and the clearer we are, the easier it will be for people to refer to us and we'll get more referrals. So that's just the way it works. So I've been in the marketing world for over 10 years, helping people with God knows how many different areas of marketing and whatnot. But by far, bar none, the first thing that I go to if I'm helping someone to boost their sales and uh, you know get off the ground is retention and the stuff that we're talking about. So gang, if you're listening and watching now or later, this is an absolutely crucial topic about getting your uh, sales up to, you know, up to speed, getting your profit up and running. And the other thing is this whole thing is much, much, much more profitable compared to new lead generation, about six to 10 times more profitable. Right. And so the stuff that we are talking about is very important. If you're joining us later, my guest, Debbie Hoffman and I are talking about follow up and client retention and how amazing that is. If you would like to uh, enter the draw for the prize that we're going to be sharing later. If you like or share a comment or ask a question as we're going through this, you will enter that draw. So, uh, Debbie, I understand that you have a quiz where people go through and understand and get an understanding of how good they are uh, doing with their follow-up. And I'm going to share the um, link here. So for those of you who are watching or listening later, you could go. It's powerofbizquiz.com where you could go and and do an assessment. Tell us about this quiz. What's happening there? Oh, it's so awesome. So in like less than 10 minutes, you're going to get really clear on where potential clients and income are slipping through the cracks. 
And everyone who I speak to who's taken this quiz says, oh my God, this was such an eye opener for me. I had no idea. Like these things weren't even on my radar screen. And the four um, categories that I'm asking questions in about, you know, to assess your skills actually um, are, are the same as what I shared today about preparation, systems, limiting beliefs, and referrals, right? Because these are four key areas that I want to see where people um, are, are, you know, gauge how they're rating themselves in those areas. So there's a method to my madness, right? So it's an eye opener and you'll, you'll get to see where you're doing well with your follow-up and like, woohoo for you, like congratulations on that. And then you'll also see what areas you need to focus on to start generating more consistent sales results. And if you score poorly, you're with 98% of entrepreneurs on that. Right, quiz. exactly. Right. In my experience, 98% of business owners that I talk to do nothing with follow-up. They no, just meet their customers. Uh, so I called it, uh, do you watch Cesar Milan? No. The dog whisperer? No. Anyway, Cesar Milan is the dog whisperer. He fixes dogs that are like misbehaving. He <laughs> has this analogy that he says, if you are going in and walking in on a misbehaving dog, first you have to go no talk, no touch, no eye contact. Okay. No talk, no touch, no eye contact. And that's what I see most business owners do with their customers. No talk, no touch. <laughs> No eye contact. It's it's as if they're trying to correct their customers. Like, <gasps> are they are they misbehaving? <laughs> you know, you're hilarious. Oh my god, that's so good. That is so good. Um, so and there's a whole, the whole system too that I share with my clients about following up with clients, people who've worked with you, just like what you said, and they're not doing it because you when you do that, you find out how they're doing. You'll find out what kind of results they got. You'll find out language that you can use in your marketing. Um, and when you're talking to potential clients, you know, you can get referrals and testimonials. Like it's just such, there's so, so many benefits that come from that follow-up, but most people are not following up and they, they might be ready to work with you again. Right? Like, hello. Right. Yeah. yeah. So people aren't doing it. That's there's why I so really much in there. That. So, what is one system or tool that people that are watching or listening should implement or use right away, right after they get off this call to prepare for the follow-ups and get right into this, get into action? Okay. So one, this, this is such a simple thing to do, but people are not doing it. So whenever you schedule an event that you're going to attend or a workshop, a seminar, a networking event, like any event where you're going to meet people and you're putting it in your calendar and you're blocking off the time, immediately block off time in the next several days to follow up with these people. Oh, people, people are not doing it. And I'm asking them, why are you going from event to event and not following up? Well, I don't have time. It's because they filled their calendar with other stuff. So you've got to block it off and it's follow-up time and it's an appointment with yourself and you don't cancel an appointment with yourself. Treat it as seriously as, a, as an appointment with a potential client. You're not gonna be texting, you're not gonna be receiving emails and checking emails during that time. You're just gonna be making your calls. And if you treat that as seriously as you treat a, a client call or a potential client call, you'll get it done. But people are not doing it, so just do it right away. If the longer the event is, like if it's a three-day event, you wanna set aside time for the next week or two. If it's a one or two hour event, just maybe the next couple of days, just, you know, short blocks of time. So the longer the event, 
the more time you want to schedule for more days, right? Yeah, and you don't want to you don't want to wait so long that they don't remember you anymore. Right. You want to follow up within 24 to 48 hours after meeting them while you're still top of mind because if not mm -hmm. they will they'll forget. Now, if it's an event that, you know, when we get back into going to events live that people have to fly to, I recommend waiting. People need to get back into their life, their families, you know, their routine. So you don't want to call right away. You want to wait, you know, two or three days. Absolutely love what you were talking about. <laughs> um, and then, and again, to, to your point, when you call and follow up with the people from networking event, you're going to, you're going to be surprised how many people will, will say, thank you for calling me. Yes. Again, 90 or 80% of the people from the networking event will not follow up. So you're going to stand out and be different. Oh yeah. You're like I said, you are going to rise above the clutter because they're not, they're not doing it. Most people are not doing it. And it's such a waste of time and effort and energy and resources to show up at these events and then not follow up. It's better just not to follow up at all. Right. Or stop going to these events until you've followed up with all the people that you've already met. Like why keep going if you have this backlog of people who you've never called? Can I share some stats? Love stats. 80% of the action happen happens after the event. Yeah. And and 80% of people don't do any follow-up, so they don't see the results. And that's why they wonder and they wonder why the networking event didn't work. Right. They say that all the time. Networking so, doesn't work. So like I went there and nobody nobody called me or nobody wanted to give me cash at the event. They didn't <laughs> give me the credit card. <laughs> it doesn't have like who gets married on the first date, right? Yeah. Very, very so, rarely does that happen. Take me out a couple of times before <laughs> at least a couple of times. Exactly. <laughs> so I absolutely love what we're talking about here. And you have given us some some great nuggets, golden nuggets that we could use today, as a matter of fact. And so if you have attended any networking event, uh, it reminds me, I, I was at a three-day summit last week, which I should get on. And uh, I followed up with a few, but I should be more consistent with that myself as well. So uh, I understand that you got a gift to share with our community. Can you I tell us about that? I'm so excited about this. So I have, uh, I put together a, a gift and it's called three key scripts to power up your sales without being salesy. So again, people are more confident when they know what to say. And so I picked three scenarios. What, what do you, your mouth was like open. <laughs> I made a spelling error when I was posting a comment. I'm going to fix it in my next comment. Go ahead. Sorry. Okay. No worries. So, uh, I chose three scenarios that we as entrepreneurs deal with all the time. One is you found a business card from somebody you met a long time ago and you're about to throw out that card. And I always say, don't ever throw out a card. Like that's like putting a dagger in my heart. You never want to throw out a card, but people think it's been too long. I'm going to, they're, you know, it's not going to look right that I call them. So I have a script of what to say to this person who you don't even remember where you met them possibly. So that's number one. Number okay. two, is you've had a conversation with someone, a discovery session, enrollment conversation, whatever you call it, and they weren't ready to say yes. And then you followed up with them and they've gone MIA. What do you say to get them back into your world, right? That's something we all deal with like all the time, right? People go MIA. 
And then the third is if you meet someone who could be a JV partner for you or power partner for you, uh, what do you say when you call them? Like, how do you make sure that you, what you say is all about collaboration and not about selling to each other? So I've got these three scripts and I have not released scripts outside of my clients, my programs before. So I'm really excited about this. And then I'm super excited. This is a special bonus gift to add to the three scripts. I host bi-weekly networking events. Twice a month, I host networking events where I'm bringing heart-centered entrepreneurs from all over the world to connect and collaborate and support each other. And people are loving it. Like everyone's just saying, oh my God, the people here are so amazing. I'm going to gift you six networking events that you can come as my guest for free for the next three months, two events a month for the next three months. So I know, I'm so excited. What is so, the value of those tickets that you're giving? I was giving just gonna say, people pay $19 to come to an event. So it's $114, I think, for the six events. So, so that's the price, but what's the value of that event? Oh, the value of the event is priceless. <laughs> I mean, if you get one, one partner, one right. partner could be a few thousand dollars easily. Right, or so, one new client, right. Just think of what an average client brings in for you, and that's that's the value of the event. Love that. Love it, love it, love it. That's yeah. absolutely valuable and very generous. Gang, if you're watching or listening, uh, go to dailyconfidence.show slash gifts, opt in and receive this very, very, very valuable. She gave us seven gifts, six tickets to her uh, to her event, and her scripts on reactivating a lost contact, right? That is priceless. I am going to go get that script because I'm looking at a stack of business cards on my desk right now that I could like basically use this script to call those people and be like, hi, I don't know what the script says, but I'm looking forward to it. But reactivating those contacts is, because let's say I have 100 business cards sitting on my cart. If one of those people turns into a customer or to a solid referral, that could easily be five or six figures for me, if not yeah. more. Yeah. Easily, easily, easily. Right. So, and then people overlook this very easily, right? So get this script, show up to her event, and she's giving you all the tools that you need to make a successful business. Thank you. I absolutely it's love powerful. what you're doing here. You're so welcome. Also, for some reason, I can't put in a comment, so I can't put in the um, link to the resources tab for people who are looking for systems. Could you put that in for me? I don't know why. It's just not giving me the place uh, to type it in. Give me one second. Let me see if I can find a way to... Maybe uh, if I'm a co-host or something. I'm not sure. But I can give it to you, too, if you want. If you could put it in the private chat, I could probably copy-paste right, it. All right, perfect. In. Okay, that I can do. Wonderful. Okay. Love it, love it. So, Debbie, what do you do for fun? Ah, uh, I, I love, I'm an outdoors person, and I love, um, oh, wait, let me just put this in. I love to hike. I love okay. to be out in nature. Um, I love to bike. I love to be at the beach. I just love to be in nature. That's just like, that warms my soul. It fills my heart and spirit. So I love, love, love doing that. And um, I bike, you know, I go biking. I love to cook. I'm a really good cook, so I love to cook. It's, it's the way, I don't consider myself a very creative person, but that's the way I um, 
express my creativity. So those are things I love to do. And I love being with family. It's been hard now because I've got I've got seven grandkids and I haven't been able to see them, I know, in a really long time. You I have know. seven grandkids? I know, I know. Yep, I do. Um, my husband, they're, they're my stepkids' children. And they're like, they're my children, they're my grandchildren. So, but my husband's older than I am. So that's why he had a head start on me creating these kids. <laughs> Fantastic. Again, I actually posted a link to Debbie's uh, website with the resources that, what were the resources that you had listed? The CRM systems and uh, CRMs, email marketing systems, all sorts of things. I'm, I'm really expanding it now to include inner, you know, personal services. Like I'm in the process of doing that. There's a lot of services that are going to be up there. So, but there's a lot there now already. So anything you need for your business will be up there. Got it. Now, uh, what are the top two or three books that you recommend to people all the time? Oh, gosh. Um, Think and Grow Rich is a really good one by Napoleon oh. Hill. And then uh, what's the um, Wallace Waddles? Um, what's the name of that book? It's so good. Um, ah, I can't remember the name right now, but it's a really good book. And then on a spiritual side, one of the books that I mentioned, I read every morning. It's a spiritual practice. It's called Everyday Holiness. And I, it's a game changer. Uh, it doesn't matter what religion you are. Uh, it's based on an ancient Jewish philosophy, but it has nothing to do with religion. And it's all about um, being aware of how you're showing up in the world every day and focusing on these different soul traits like patient and patience and trust and generosity. It's, it's been a game changer for me in my life. So I, I recommend that to everybody. I just think everybody could benefit from having more of an awareness of how they're showing up in the world. Fantastic. I think my internet uh, was fluctuating for a few seconds. So um, I lost your sound there for a sec. Oh. So for, for those that, if, if we lost your sound, could you just re, re, repeat the names of the books that you just mentioned, please? Yeah. So it was, um, the first one is Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon uh -huh. Hill. Yep. And then Wallace Waddles, I can't remember the name of it, but it's you just put in Wallace Waddles, it's amazing. Um, and then Everyday I'm Holiness is, what's that? Science of Getting Rich? The Science of Getting uh, Rich? Oh yeah, The Science of Getting Rich. That's it, yep. The Science of Getting Rich. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Love both of those books. And then for the inner game, everyday holiness, which is all about being aware of how you're showing up in the world and all these different soul traits. We all have all these different traits and we're always being tested and just being more aware of how we're showing up and having an awareness of going through our day more as the observer in our life rather than being on autopilot and being, you know, kind of robotic. So it's been a game changer for me in my life. And and uh, it's all for me now about surrender and trust and faith, like having faith, trusting exactly what's happening is what's supposed to happen, just surrender to the whole process. So that's all come out of this daily practice. And I read this book every morning. So Got I it. love it. What was the name of the book again? Everyday? Everyday Holiness. Holiness. Everyday Holiness. Love and like I said, it's, it's an ancient uh, Jewish um, spiritual practice, but it's not religious, anyone. I have friends of all different faiths who are benefiting greatly from it. It, doesn't, it has nothing to do with religion. Got it, got it. Thank you for sharing those books. I love, I, I've read the first two, but I have not, <coughs> excuse me, I haven't read the last one. 
So I'll put it on the list. I have a long to to read list. <laughs> Probably a few years worth of reading. Um, so if you had a Facebook ad that the six, you know, the few billion people that are on Facebook around the planet could see, what would your message be? Are you bleeped out there? If I had, if I could create a Facebook ad with a message that everyone could see, what would your message be? Oh wow! Oh my God! Um, just to be, you know, to to always be authentic and and come from your heart. Really, that's that's what I'm all about, and that's what I, this world needs right now to come up, show up in service, share from the heart, and just every day, you know, think of one thing you can do to make a difference in someone's life. Just have a daily practice to every day be thinking about what can I do to help somebody today? And the mm. world would be a much better place if we were all doing that. Love it, love it, authenticity. That is amazing. So gang, if you are joining us later, um, Debbie's, Debbie's gift was, um, uh six tickets to her event and uh, she's sharing her scripts that she usually shares with her students in her program on how to reactivate lost contacts or uh you know people that they probably don't remember you anymore so getting in there and you know the, the reactivating those uh contacts on your list could be very 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 profitable uh, I, you know, I, I had to real hold back on sharing cause this is actually a favorite topic of mine. I was like a little kid that I was, you know, I wanted to talk, <laughs> but so I feel like we could go on forever. Um, is there anything that you would like to mention that you haven't yet? Well, I'll expand upon something I said before, and that is, you know, you all have a gift you all have a message that you want to get out in the world. And my mission is to help you share those gifts, get your message out so that you can make the impact that you're here to make. And if you're not following up, you're not going to be able to make the impact you're here to make. So reach out to me. If this resonates with you, we can have a conversation. Uh, but this is key. This is key. And you could have everything else in place. But if the follow-up system isn't... Um, in place for you it's you're just not going to maximize the benefit of all the other wonderful things you're putting in place with your website and your programs and and all of the social media and everything that you're doing so just don't don't neglect this piece i hope it's on your radar screen now if it wasn't before and reach out to somebody if it's me great if it's someone else fabulous just get support to help you to create your system yeah Appreciate that. Now, one more thing that, that just popped in my mind is with respect to confidence is the fact that talking to an existing customer is a lot easier than talking to someone that doesn't know you. And then we all have that, that uh, you know, to a certain extent, that fear of rejection, right? Talking to someone brand new it's like, you're going to have to build up a lot of confidence to get there. But for talking to someone that already knows you, they have tried your services, they've gone through that entire process to sign up for your services, is so much easier. And you'll be a oh, lot yeah. more confident in that sure. conversation, you know? So exactly. I can't say enough about 
how amazing her program and what she's working on is and how um, the results are a lot faster almost immediately. Like in our experience, when we call our list, every single time that we call the list, we have a 20 to 30% conversion rate. So out of every, every 10 calls that we make, two or three of them turn into something, either more business, an upsell, or a referral. So yeah. I'm going to be blunt about it. You'd be naive to not take her up on her offer and to not <laughs> call your customers because it's like leaving money on the table. Yeah. Anyway, I'll, I'll uh, let you follow up on that. Debbie, this has been a great conversation. We connect on so many levels that I feel like we got, you know, we could sit down and talk over a weekend and still have more to talk about. Definitely. About different things. So thank you for sharing your knowledge and your wisdom. Thank you for sharing your precious gifts. And uh, I look forward to chatting again. Me too. Thank you so much for having me. This was super fun. Just loved, loved being with you today and just your kindred spirit for sure. Absolutely amazing. Thank you. Appreciate that. So for those of you that are watching or listening, one way that we help our uh, people, our customers and people that follow us to boost their confidence is by developing their one page marketing plan, simplifying everything and making things simple. And I do that through our course called Simple Marketing Formula. I'm going to leave the link in the comments below. That's the next uh, next one that we're going to run is going to be on October 23rd. It's going to be a three day format so that you get to create and implement your one page marketing plan in three days or less. This is a live workshop. It is valued at well over $2,000 and you're getting it complimentary. So get the link, wow. uh, sign up and uh, join us and a group of other serious, committed, heart centered entrepreneurs and work on building your business, simplifying everything so you can hopefully see results uh, for your business. Uh, for those of you who are like, uh, watching or listening, if you like, subscribe, comment, tag a friend, and join our Facebook group uh, and uh, like our Facebook page for the show, your name gets uh, entered into the system uh, or into the draw for the gifts that we're going to be giving away later. And also, if you rate our podcast and write a review or ask a question in those uh, as a comment on the podcast on Apple, on Google, on Spotify, that also qualifies you for. Uh, the gifts that we're going to be giving away. Uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, Daily Confidence for Entrepreneurs. My name is Mustafa Hosseini, your host, and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Have a great day. Bye Thanks now. Thanks so much. Bye, Bye. everybody.